Hello and welcome. You've tuned into Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm Marco Galbraith, your host, and our podcast is all about personal success and networking. We'll discuss small business tips, health and wellness issues, personal safety tips, financial gain, and a variety of other topics from professionals in the field. And once in a while, we'll throw in our area of expertise, firearm safety and active shooter response for businesses, churches, and schools. So sit back, relax, listen, and learn. Active listening with T4 Tactics. Hey everyone, welcome back to yet another episode of Active Listening with T4 Tactics. I'm your host, Marco Galbraith, and today we have a very special guest in the, in the I guess, studio, gun training class, whatever you want to call this place, uh, Abe Loper. Good morning. Good morning. Right. No, it's afternoon. It yeah. is now. Yeah. It is now. Um, Abe has an extensive background in uh, business uh, ownership, management, mm-hmm. purchasing, selling, financial background. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's good to be here, Marco. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks. I've been wanting to have you on for a while because this is this is going to be a good podcast for people that need. Everybody needs financial guidance. All of us. I hope my yeah. wife is listening. That's, oh, everybody okay. <laughs> needs financial guidance. <laughs> I hope she's not. Um, so, so uh, yeah, my background actually, I have a, um, I have a doctorate degree in education and a master's mm-hmm. degree in business and so yeah. there is nothing i like more than teaching business and yes. finance right yeah 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 and uh and when i was young right out of college i bought a condo mm-hmm. and uh two years later I, I moved out of it and i bought another one and i rented the first one out and that was my first real yeah, yeah. investment oh excellent cool yeah. cool and so um today i've uh owned four businesses yeah uh, bought built, and sold those uh, i have 12 rental properties uh, and I'm working full time as a financial advisor, Excellent. and so I have my own suite of other types of investments as well. But yeah, uh, but there's nothing I like more than than sitting down and trying to help people uh, achieve their goals. Yeah, and uh, because other people helped me. Yeah, yeah. Well, we worked together for years at a we local did. college, and uh, and I would have you come in and talk to my criminal justice students about. Uh, guidance and can can I afford this while I'm in college mm-hmm. can I afford that and that was really really interesting do you remember do you remember some of the stuff that we t- it's been a while oh, ago man. but no yeah absolutely but that was man those kids really got a lot out of that well and and at that life stage they're young yeah right yeah and, and they aren't making the money right away that they're gonna make someday right. mm-hmm. and so the most important thing for those students at that time was building good habits always yeah. always live within your means don't buy that amazing thing even if it's an incredible deal just right. because you love it right but but ask yourself what will this decision today mean for my future right because we can all make ourselves happy today yeah it's pretty easy to achieve immediate gratification yeah it's very difficult to make decisions today for ourselves, mm-hmm. right? You're doing it for you. Yeah, you're still doing it for you, but you're doing it for another version of you, right? Who's who's down the road, exactly, and who wants things that you don't want now, and who likes things that you don't like now, and who knows things that you don't know now. Yes. And so I try and tell my clients that, particularly my younger ones, um, I have met the older version of you. It's my seventy-year-old clients, <laughs> and, and and they all tell me what they wish they would have yes. done when they were your age. Yes. Right, so good things come to those who wait. Yes, yeah, yes, absolutely. they do, and who who plan in the meantime? Yeah, when I was a young police officer in in Daytona, we had a guy that came to us, very wealthy landowner, and he came to the cops. He was pro police. Came to us and said, "Hey guys, I've got this this 
200 acres that I can divide and sell it to you uh, at, a, at a really good price, at a police price. He was, mm-hmm. like I said, he was very pro-police. And, uh, and I didn't do it because at the time, I was 23 at the time. Mm-hmm. I could have afforded it to make payments, but I wanted a jet ski instead. Oh. So I bought a jet ski that turned out to be a lemon, you know. <laughs> yes. But looking back on that property now, there's a 7-Eleven on it and a Publix grocery store and an absolutely huge, uh, it's Port Orange Pavilion area. Wow. Let me tell you, had I seen into the future and if I'd used my head, I would be a multi, literally multi-millionaire now with a very small, yeah. you know, twenty or thirty thousand dollar investment at the time, or a jet ski, or a, or a jet, yeah, and I and I chose a jet ski that I can hear it now. <laughs> now it's not going to start, and I'm floating away from the dock. It, that's oh, it was it was a nightmare. But yeah, Word. like you said, you have to you have to look ahead. You do, and you have to take that. There's a person out there. It's future you. Yes, and that person needs somebody to take care of them. Yeah. And if you don't do it, nobody will. Yeah. Unless you're really cool with the government taking care of you and yeah. taking what they're willing to hand you. Right. And, and, right. and I guess there are people like that. Yeah. But, but I'm not. I, I'm going to own my own future. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to live the life I want to live when I'm mm-hmm. older. Well, like at the college, we tell people, you've got to buckle down now. <laughs> there are students that, uh, that I had that ended up dropping out. And they're still five and six years later in that same rut of job to job to job. Where there are other students who buckled down, paid their dues, graduated, got a good job. One of them, Trista, oh, yeah. is, is a uh, the first female sergeant Bedford City, Bedford Town has ever had. She That's stuck with it and awesome. did it. Um, but a lot of successful students have stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In fact, I, I'll, I'll build on that. <clears throat> I have seen couples come in mm-hmm. who both work yeah. and they each want their own IRA retirement account. Yeah. And... The, the man might make, let's say he's making $40,000 a year and the woman is making $70,000 a year. And she says, I want to contribute $1,000 a month. And he says, I will contribute 50 a month. And at the end of five years, they say, how much is in our accounts? Yeah. And we take a look and, you know, the guy who was putting 50 in a month has more because he never took a month off. And he never took the money out. Oh, yeah. He was consistent right. and committed, disciplined. Right. Right. And then <clears throat> on the other side, his spouse has, you know, she put in a thousand one month, but not the next month. And then uh. waited a few months and then put a couple more in. But then Christmas came and she pulled some out to buy gifts for people. And not not an evil person. Right, right. Um, and very well intended. Yeah. But there wasn't the discipline and the stick-to-itiveness right. that creates um, real long-term results. Right. And to do an IRA or or uh, a CD, I, yeah. I guess IRA, yeah. you don't have to be a millionaire. No. You can put, what's the least, okay, I work at McDonald's, mm-hmm. minimum wage, yep. and I've got other bills. Can I put in $10 a month into you, something or what's, what? You can you can put uh, $25 a 25 month. 25 a month. Which is, is the least. And, and I would say t- too, even if you're going to, if you're going to do that, you know, there's a, You'll have an annual twenty-five dollar fee. Yeah, yeah. And so, what you want to do is, you at least want to make sure you contribute enough <laughs> that I don't take that my twenty-five dollar fee doesn't eat up all your growth. <laughs> How much did I make this year? Uh, you owe us twenty-five bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's um, bad. And and I tell my clients, listen, right? I want your money to grow. Put it in a savings account mm-hmm. until you get a, a ball of money. Right. That's two or three thousand dollars. Right. 
and then let us manage it. Okay. Because then even if you only get 10%, mm-hmm. right, on your $3,000, you made 300 and you don't mind paying me 25 Right, right, right. right. So yeah. there's that kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, everybody, no matter how much they make, if you work at McDonald's and mm-hmm. you only have $25 a month to save, save it. And right. don't touch Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Oftentimes, the, the savings account... I've I've relabeled for my clients. Those are not their savings accounts. Those are their deferred spending accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the dollars they're going to spend later right, when they find right. that thing that they like yeah, enough, right? Yeah, the jet ski. Yeah, that, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. I Man, know that's that sounds painful. Um, it was, but but the 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 important thing is putting it in a place where you can't get it without a penalty. Yeah, right. And a retirement account is one of those things. Right. You know, if you draw the money out before retirement age, you're going to pay taxes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you, Unless it's already, unless you already paid taxes, so maybe it's a Roth IRA, which means that those dollars have already been taxed and uh-huh. they won't get taxed when you pull the dollars out. Yeah. If it's a Roth IRA, you'll still have a penalty if you pull them out too early. Yeah. And people don't want to pay that penalty, no. so they just leave it there. Right. And then it grows. Right. And then they're happy later. Right. But they've. What age is there? An age <clears throat> you can pull it out where there's not a penalty? Yeah. Yeah. It's fifty nine and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in fact. If, if you leave it in there, a lot of people like leaving the money in there to watch it grow. Yeah. And they'll live off of Social Security and just watch their stuff grow. Right. Or they'll work later till yeah. they're 70 or so. Yeah. But when you're 70 and a half, the government requires that you take the money out because they want the taxes. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They won't let you defer those taxes. Right. Any longer Before than... Before you croak. They, they want their money. <laughs> they yeah. want it now. They're from the federal government and they're here to help. Yeah, always here to help. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, and I would say too, regarding age, if uh, if if you're listening, uh, it doesn't matter what age you are. Even if you're 12, yeah. right? Talk to somebody and start saving money. Mm-hmm. Start planning for retirement. Mm-hmm. And, and when I say retirement, I don't mean sipping you know iced tea on the porch on a rocking chair right i just mean there's a time in your life when you say i like to work but i i liked that i don't have to work right right or or i like to work i don't have to work but if the if the roof needs to be repaired mm-hmm. i've got money to repair it That's and right. still be comfortable or if my car breaks down mm-hmm. or medical emergency or you know i mean life yes. happens we just uh, had to replace a garage door opener for 700 bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what? Didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And and uh, we all know life gets in the way. It does. I'm going to use you, if you don't mind, as an example. Mm-hmm. You're a retired police officer. Mm-hmm. When you retired, you did you start working, like stop working entirely? Did you just start sleeping in every day? Did you, I mean, it I, wasn't a lazy thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried it for about three months and I got <laughs> bored. The older yeah. guys, um, of course, I was collecting retirement right away, mm-hmm. so it's it you know there was the income coming in, but uh, the older guys always told me because some of the older guys would retire and they'd come back to work at the police station. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing? Retire and enjoy life? No, I tried fishing and going to the gym all the time, and and you know going to Smith Mountain Lake. Tried that for about three months, and I was mm-hmm. like, got to go back to work. Yeah. yeah, of course, I was forty-two years old. I had a we had a great retirement pension, mm-hmm. so you could get in and get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but had you not had a, a retirement plan? There would never be a T4 tactics. No, there wouldn't. There would be right. hundreds or thousands of people without education right. on how to handle a firearm or handle an active shooter situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but because you were able to, at some point, say, I don't need that monthly paycheck. I've got another plan. Yeah. You could go off and do something yeah. that was more meaningful to you. Yeah. Or I'd be working for somebody else right now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. 
So, yeah, um, definitely so that's, that's retirement. Sometimes retirement just means the career you get to choose. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoy, man, I love what I do. I'm not a fan of the travel getting there, right. but, uh, but getting in front of people and training them to be safe and, and do the right thing is, uh, I really enjoy it. Um, okay. So well, I got a question. Mm -hmm. Should I pay off all my debt before looking to buy a house? So let's say I just got out of college or mm. I'm younger, um, got married. Do I pay off everything before I jump into a house? <clears throat> Uh, I think everybody's different, and I, I have a lot of clients who have told me this was their plan. Mm -hmm. um, if emotionally you can't, you're going to lose sleep yeah, yeah. over buying a house while you still have a student loan out there, yeah. then don't do it. Don't, right. don't do something that's bad for your health right. or your mental well-being. But the math says, <laughs> mm -hmm. go buy that house. Yeah. The math says you can probably qualify for a house and don't buy Listen, when you go to a mortgage banker and you say, here's my income... Uh, how much of a loan can I qualify for? They're going to give you the biggest possible number because mm -hmm. they get commission on that big number. Yeah. So <clears throat> they're going to say, "Oh, you make forty thousand dollars a year. You can you could qualify for a two hundred eighty thousand dollar house. Don't do that. Yeah. Buy a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house that you can own and that you can pay off as quickly as you can. Um, Is the bank going to try to guide you into the more expensive house? Uh, I wouldn't say try to guide you in, but they, they're not going to discourage you from that more expensive yeah, house, yeah, yeah. whereas I would. <laughs> right, right. Well, no, that's why. That's why yeah. people should come to people like you because you're, you know, people that are looking out for someone's best interest mm -hmm. and not interest right, yeah, that's <laughs> from right, a that's bank. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> well done. Well done. Well done. Um, so, <laughs> I wish I, I had dropped the microphone, pick it up and drop we, it. We, that would have been a funny sound effect. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I, I've had actually often I meet with clients who were going over their financial plan and they'll say, I'll say, you know, do you own your house or do you rent? And they rent. And I'm looking at their incomes and I say, why are you renting? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, well, we can't really afford a house. Or they'll oh. say, oh, we're trying to pay off this loan first. And I'll say, don't do that. You are throwing money away. You're paying you're, the same amount. You're paying the exact same amount yeah. and you're buying somebody else's house instead of your yes. own. Yes. And uh, and they, they'll say, well, I don't. And so, in fact, this happened once. I meet, I sent a text message to a friend of mine who's a mortgage broker. And I said, call me right now. He said, okay. So I get a phone call. I hand the phone to the couple across the table. I said, talk to him. And then <clears throat> hand the phone, but they hand the phone back to me. And I hang up. I say, thanks a lot to my buddy. I hang up, hang up. And they're beaming. My clients are beaming. They said, we just got qualified for a loan. Wow. I said, what? Good. They said, yeah, we gave them the information. It turns out we can buy a house, and they bought a house three weeks later. Wow. And uh, they've never nice. been happier. Yeah, yeah. You know, but they thought in their heads yeah. that because they were young and because they weren't making six figures, right. that they weren't home ownership material. Yeah. And the truth is is that um, buying a house is one of the most financially secure and savvy things you can do. Right. And, uh, and I, I know a lot of people think that maybe it nails you down to a specific area. Uh, it, it could. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, but also, it's not that hard to sell a house. Right. And if the market's down and you can't sell it for what you paid, you can rent it. Yeah. Um, because when, when buyer's markets are down, renter's markets are up. Right. So because right. of that adverse correlation, yeah. you, you tend to be okay. Yeah. And you always do your homework. You know, a lot of people don't know uh, FBI.gov, the crime index, Uniform Crime, in, in, unif UCR, uniform crime Index uh, Reporting. Before you buy a house, go look at that and it'll tell you the crime rate in that neighborhood. 
Um, you know, I mean, just little things. That's a big deal. Crime rate and school zoning yes. are huge for anybody that plans to have children yes. while they're in that house. Yeah. And yep. so definitely look into those things. Yeah. So you guide people. I know you talked when you came in and talked to my college classes to the students. Yeah. You guide people through, okay, now you're going to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Can you afford your car payments? Can you afford a cell phone mm-hmm. bill? Can you afford direct TV or cable? You know, what are you? Mm-hmm. So I know you, and that was really good because you broke it all out on the, on the dry race board and <clears> said, here's your, here's what I make a week or a month. Yes. Here, minus my house payment. People don't think, I don't think a lot of people think about that. Yeah. Um, Budgeting is, is something that most of us are not taught to do when we're young. Right. Right. And so we learn one of two ways. We learn because we hit kind of this real world paycheck, needing housing, yeah. adulting. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That's becoming a word now. So you start adulting yeah. and you say, well, how do I do this? And so either somebody teaches you or you learn by trial and error. Yeah. And unfortunately, error is is expensive. Right. <laughs> right. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, jet ski. Jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Trial and error equals <laughs> right, jet ski, right? right? <laughs> Your life didn't get ruined. That's right. But you'd be better off. I would be much better off. Had you listened to somebody. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so I, you know, I try and teach people how to do some budgeting if that's something they need to work on. Yeah. And we take the whole ball of wax. Right. What is the total income coming in? Yep. And then what are the what are your existing payments mm-hmm. on everything? Right. And and then we can say, well, either there's some dollars left over, mm-hmm. and so you can think about what to do with this, save it. Right. Maybe look at upgrading one of your existing, you know, your house or your car or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe saving for college for your children. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, or we say, hey, there's no money left over. Or how are you getting by because your expenses exceed your income? Yeah. And then the answer is usually credit cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so. Which you're getting yourself in deeper now. Um, that, yeah. Because yeah, your expenses yeah. are going up every month. Yeah. And your income isn't. Right. And so and so we'll look at those, those factors and just say, hey, you know. Uh, the numbers show. The, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just telling you what the math says, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Math says you probably shouldn't have cable, right? Right. Math says that that new car never should have been purchased. Now I'm not going to tell you to sell it because you're going to lose even more. Yeah. But in the future, don't do that silly thing. Yeah. Right. And uh, and I don't judge and I don't get angry at people. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I but I will I will shoot straight with people. Yeah. And and if you go to an advisor. And you don't like them shooting straight with you, that's not much of an advisor, right? Right? Yeah. You know, they are there to tell you the hard truths mm-hmm. based on their area of expertise. Because if they're not shooting straight with you, you're going to end up in a few months or a year in horrible debt. Yeah. And now you failed. I, well, I just had a friend who had a uh, uh, Rebecca, and I have a friend who has. She's a single mom, two boys, uh, and is right now looking for a job. She sold her. Uh, Mazda, which ran good, and bought a, uh, I think it's an 07 Mercedes. Oh. Now she's having oil problems with it. She can't drain the oil out and fix it herself. It's got to go to the Mercedes dealership. Uh-huh. So It's very expensive. Yeah, yeah. It's you know? So <clears throat> just little things like she should have had the guidance for somebody to say, well, first of all, don't buy a Mercedes. Nothing against Mercedes. No, but no, no. Great in car. Her, yeah, great car. Yeah. But in her... Um, Budget uh-huh. or in her financial realm, Mercedes probably wasn't the best bet for her. Right when well, the Mazda runs perfect, when it runs fine, and that's yeah. that's this you know for homes, 
yeah. for, for all sorts of things, for cell phones. Yeah. You know, you can you can go get a straight talk phone at Walmart mm-hmm. on a cheap plan. And mm-hmm. listen, it is not the new iPhone. Right. I get it. Right. Um, but it's a third the cost. Yeah. And, and save the money. Right. And, and live according to what your budget says you get to live like. Mm-hmm. Because we're taught through media. And by media, I mean everything from radio to music. Yeah. Um, TV, newspapers, whatever it is. The Heck, we're taught by the... The people around us, yeah, that we really ought to have the biggest and the best of all the things, right, right. And if you try and have that before your income is ready to have that, uh, you'll never have that, right, exactly. Right. That's a good point. You'll never have it if you jump into it; it'll be taken away from you. You won't have it. But if you wait and do things right, mm-hmm. you can have lots of nice stuff that can be in your future as long as you realize it's probably not ready for your present, right? Um, if if you're not ready for it, if yeah. you're ready for it, go to town. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely, have fun. Have fun. I envy you. <laughs> right, right. Um, what age should somebody start thinking about retirement? Yeah, um, and. and and I would say that that age is um, as soon as you have income. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my son is nine. He doesn't need to think about it just yet. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but he's gonna have a paper out. You know, when he's when he's twelve. I did and, the same thing. <clears throat> I think he it was needs 10, to save. 12, 10 years old. Twelve. Yeah. That was when the paper we had the the uh, cloth bag on the handlebars. Yes, and, uh, I had there the was, same one. Yeah, there yeah. was a morning and evening paper in Daytona, and okay. I did them both, let me tell you. Yeah. But it taught me a lot. I mean, it, it taught mm-hmm. me a lot, and I was able to buy toys with it. That's because right. I, that's what I wanted. I wanted to go buy this or buy that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I I delivered paper for the Toledo Blade in Toledo, Ohio, mm-hmm. and I um and I worked at Kroger as a bagger for bag I did groceries. the same thing at Publix. And, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I got dishes. to buy. Oh man, I never did that. <laughs> Dish dogging's hard. <laughs> I bet. They, I was at a seafood place, and the cats <clears throat> would follow me home every night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just smelled so bad. Yeah, but man. Uh, but you know, I, I was able to buy my first guitar. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and I was able to buy my first car. Right. And I had to save. Right. I couldn't just buy the new CD I wanted every week. Right. Uh, and that taught me a really valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, in in hindsight, it would have been really smart of my dad to tell me, "Hey, you know, 10, 10 or twenty percent of everything you make, give it to me." Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm not taking it from you. Right. But I'm going to put it in a place. Right. Right. In an investment account. Yeah. For you for the future. Yeah. Uh, that would have been really great. And I will do that for my son. But by doing a paper route and being a bag boy, you know, we both learn the value of money early on. Yes. It doesn't come easy. Mm-hmm. You have to work for it. But the reward every Friday or, or you mm-hmm. know, collection day is, is, is nice. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah, it's great. So, um, so I would, yeah, the answer to that question is as soon as you have income. Yeah. But, um, you know, oftentimes folks will say, you know, I'm, Let's say, for example, uh, you graduate from high school or college and you get the best job you've ever had mm-hmm. and you've never seen so much money mm-hmm. uh, and you're not rich or anything, but it's paying it for everything you needed to pay for yeah. and you've got money left over. Yeah, uh, It's really easy to say, you know what, I'm young. I'm exhausted from working my tail off in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just need to treat myself for a couple of years. Yeah, um, I understand that mentality. There's nothing evil about it. But it is not financially valuable. No. Because the problem is is that <clears throat> if you start saving when you're 20 and you retire when you're 70, you have 50 years of growth in your dollars. Yeah. Um, now, if you start saving when you're 22, you only have 48 years of growth. You did not lose, let's say you were saving $1,000 a year. Mm-hmm. You didn't lose $2,000 on those first two years. Yeah. You lost the last two years on the back 
which is compound interest on all of the money you saved for those wow. whole 50 yeah. years. Yeah. So because you started two years later and didn't save $2,000, it's not a $2,000 loss. Usually it ends up being about $150,000 loss. Oh, wow. I know, but people don't no, think through that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Unless you're told. Unless right. somebody likes you, you know, like you tells them this. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow. So, so you know, and then you can achieve the exact same amount of money, but you've got to work until you're 72 now, not uh -huh. 70. Yeah. And you have to hope that at age 71 or 72, the market doesn't tank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because the, yeah. The, <laughs> this is this is unfortunate, I think, because it pulls some of this outside of our control. But the year you were born makes a big difference in how well you can retire. Mm -hmm. And we never know which year. Right. Yeah. But at age 65, if you assume everybody retires at 65. Yeah. Um, where the market is at that time uh, is where you are, and that's what the dollars say. Yeah. Right. So if you were born 65 years before 2008, you're in trouble. Mm -hmm. If you're born 65 years before today, you're doing great. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I, I, I know when I, you know, when I was <clears throat> in my early 20s, I, I start. I was a cop at 18 years old, and. I was always a penny pincher and I always saved money because my way of thinking is you never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, is my truck going to need a new engine? Is, is the roof going to fall into the house? I bought a house at 21. Nice. But so I was always a penny pincher. But I will say retirement at when I'm 18 and 19 year old cop, you know, young, single, having fun. Retirement really wasn't on the top of my list. Yeah. And it should have been. Uh, and it worked out well for me. But it did. But well, like and you, you were fortunate, I will say that that what your saving grace mm -hmm. is that you worked for a pension, right? 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 And it is so hard to find pensions. It anymore. is government it is. jobs are pretty much the only place to find them, right? And uh, and instead we have four hundred one ks. Yeah. And and a lot of people don't know the difference. Right. Scary. The, <clears throat> right. Can be scary. It can be yeah. very scary because the 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 pension is it's considered a defined benefit plan. Mm -hmm. So every month. You work for your, your employer. Yeah. They're taking money out. Yeah. And they're putting it into a place. And then based on the number of years you serve, they say, and what you what your salary was, they say, well, you get, let's say, $3,000 a month for the rest of your life. Yeah. And so you get that. And it's there dependably no matter what. And right. It never runs out. Every month. If you die in six years, mm -hmm. well, they didn't have to pay you very much. Yeah. And if you die in 50 years because you retired at 50 and you live to 100. Yeah. Well, you they lost some money on you. Right, right. You lived a long time. Right. Um, <clears throat> a defined contribution plan, like a 401k says, mm -hmm. we're going to take some money out every month. And there is no, once you hit this, you get this much every month. What you get instead is a big ball of wax that you saved up. And you better be able to budget that. You better be able to budget that. Mm. And you could spend your whole 401k retirement in mm -hmm. one year mm -hmm. if you were unwise. That's right. And, uh, and you have to. You have no choice <laughs> but to invest that. You, 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 you don't. You can't. You, you, you can't go buy a house and and or a new boat or a car. You, you just. Well, you might be surprised what people do. Yeah. <laughs> against oh. against the the wow. better judgment of their advisors, but but what really needs to happen is people see this lump sum. And unfortunately, life expectancy has grown to be so long yeah. that oftentimes what it means is you can only draw a certain amount out of that lump sum and it's not enough. Right. And so what have you done in addition to your 401k exactly. to ensure that you're going to be okay later? Mm -hmm. Or you're going to be working at 72 years old. As a greeter at Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, yeah. yeah. 
and and nothing against greeters at Walmart. I might choose to do that just because I love people. Yeah, but uh, but you never you never want to be in a position as a, as an elderly person. No, standing on your feet, and that's, that's the right. thing. Greeting at Walmart is great. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. you know if you're a people person and and uh, it, it's great, but uh, but it's standing on your feet on that concrete floor, it's and you're not- doing it not because you want to. Right. You're doing it because if you don't, you don't eat. Yeah, exactly. And that that's a pressure right. that should never be put on a person in their 70s or right. 80s. Right, right. Um, and the person who put that pressure on them in most cases is 22-year-old them. Mhm. Mhm. You know, which is hard. Yeah. yeah. Yep, didn't see it through. Anything else? else you want to suggest? I don't know. We covered a lot of stuff <laughs> that was interesting. What, yeah. Um yeah. so people that are listening, um if they say, "You know what? I'd like to go talk to that guy." How do oh, they yeah. get a hold of you? Sure. Um, well, you can uh, you can send me an email. That's probably the best way. Okay. Um, because that's consistent and never changes. Yeah. And that's just a the letter a loper l o p e r no period no space just okay. a loper at and then financialguide.com. A loper at financialguide.com. Yep. And I'll put this on the announcements for the oh, podcast. Thank so you. if you, if you're driving, don't write it down. <laughs> if you're driving, uh, go back and look at my social media and the announcement on on uh, Anchor, and uh, and I'll put his email address uh, on there. Be safe. Yeah. yeah. And and they can come in and and uh, and talk to you. Yeah. You'll guide absolutely. them through it. Yeah. Well, and and you know, oftentimes too, folks will say, "Hey, listen, well, I'm one of those people who are." Um, really early in my career, and mm-hmm. I don't even have a thousand dollars to put anywhere yet. Yeah. I'm going to start doing the savings thing. Thank you so much for the advice. Yeah, um, send your parents in. Right, right. Send some folks in who need to work with a trustworthy, kind <clears throat> advisor who right. can come alongside them and work towards their best interest. Right. right? And uh, and I love I would love it if that were me. Yeah. But if it's not me, if you don't live in this area, yeah, go find somebody else. Right. You know, but but go to an advisor who's recommended by somebody you trust. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I do work outside of Virginia. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. we're people that are listening out of the state. We're in Lynchburg. He's in Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, but an email is nationwide. It I mean, is. They can they can reach out to you. And, That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm licensed in multiple states. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Excellent. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah. That was good information. We had some laughs, and uh, and hopefully we got some people guided right on some things that people don't really think about. No, because it's it's never a priority. Our yeah. lives are so busy right. that it's it's very difficult right. for us to get our heads outside of the hour that we're in. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and I never hold that against people, right. uh, but I really, really try to encourage people to, to look down the road. Yeah. And, uh, and it is really difficult to, to look at things that are not a priority in the moment. We, we live in, under the tyranny of the urgent, right? Yes. Yes. And, uh, I and want so, it right now. I want it fast. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And there are things that need to be done. I've got yeah. to drive the kids to school. Yeah, I've got yeah. to go make dinner. I've got to I gotta take buy care a jet of work. Ski. I've got to buy a jet ski. <laughs> I, I swear I will never look at jet skis the same again. I won't either because that was a lemon. I, was a, <laughs> I bought it brand new and it was just... it. That thing, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. How many yeah. times was I in the middle of the ocean in Daytona Beach? You know, we'd go a mile out and jump the waves and stuff, yeah. and it, and I can still hear it. Oh, just, man. oh my goodness, toast. come tow me in. I, I feel like maybe you failed to put gas in it or something. Yeah, I, oh, I wish that was as simple. <laughs> I wish it was as simple as that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, this has been so fun. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Thank you. And, um, yeah. And if you have questions for Abe, um, you can email him or you can um, 
comment on my social media where I'm putting yeah. this on and, well, and, and you I'll can, give it to them. I have social media accounts too. For, yes. And so you can connect. Yes. You know what I'm we'll doing to what it, you're we'll doing. Tag and, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll find a way to make sure everybody we will. has we'll no, find a way to, has trouble. to make sure you're old and rich. That's, and, yes. And, and sitting back comfortably. <laughs> no, I'm not allowed to guarantee that. That's right. That's right. I can guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can say whatever you maybe want. Maybe not. That's right. That's right. Um, you've been listening to Active Listening with T4 Tactics. Um, find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram. If you have any questions, we're on Anchor, uh, which is probably where you're listening now or any other podcast stations. Any questions, give us a shout. Enjoy uh, having Abe Loper here. Um, and everybody be safe. Reduce injuries and save lives. Take care, everyone.